fairly common question that comes up that a lot of uh, Rabbanim get is that a lot of times um, professionals, particularly doctors, uh, ask if they're allowed to attend various medical conferences on Shabbos, usually for CLE credits. The way these things work is they typically do them on weekends, and the reason they do them on weekends is because people work during the week, and sometimes in order to get trained, in order to maintain your license, you have to go to these things, and the question is, can you attend on Shabbos? And all you need to do is walk into a room and listen to a lecture. You don't have to, uh, very often, you don't have to do any malacha whatsoever, so is there any problem with that? You rent a room in the hotel where the uh, where the conference is going to happen, and you just listen to lectures about medical and about how to, uh, you know, how to heal various uh, ailments and things like that. So, uh, first of all, the assumption has to be that there's no malacha being done, meaning uh, even carrying a name tag, if you're staying at a neighboring hotel and you're wearing a name tag, Shmir Shabbos Kilchsa writes that that's not a tachshit, that's not considered a beged, it's considered something that would be a violation of hotzah if you're in a place that doesn't have an eruv or walking through electronic doors or signing in, you know, things of that nature. But let's assume that none of that is in play. So what would be the issues? Are there any issues? with just going and listening to the lectures and attending uh, such a conference. So uh, Rabbi Meir Orlian, he used to teach in our yeshiva many, many years ago, he was a big time in Eretz Yisrael, uh, wrote a piece in Asya, Tavshin Ayin Zayin. Rabbi Yishai Bain sent, uh, sent me this piece, so I'm uh, grateful to him for that. He has, uh, Rabbi Orlian has a long article on the topic, but he deals exclusively with one issue, and that is the issue of Maris Ha'ayin. And he does a great job of uh, melding all of Rav Moshe's different chuvas on the topic of Maris Ha'ayin, and essentially he points out that Rav Moshe writes in Orchayim Chedekal of Simen Sadivav, in that uh, famous tshuva about taking the ride to the yeshiva after Zman Adlachas Neiros, right, uh, where someone called out Rav Moshe and said, you're not allowed to do that, don't you know that it's also to uh, go in a car after the Zman Adlachas Neiros, and Rav Moshe uh, explained why it's not Asr, and that he knows a little bit about the halacha, and he said, but since you told me you were Mekayim, this great mitzvah of Ocheich Tuchiach, Lefi Da'ato, you know, based on what you thought you were uh, correct, so uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to refrain from here on in. I'm not going to do it uh, anymore. But in that tshuva, Ramosha explains why it's not Maris Ayin to go in the car. And Ramosha says that something is only considered Maris Ayin if, uh, if, uh, if he, said, he writes that... Uh, that uh, that that uh, he's magdu the issue of marisayin as dover shenasa ze berov hapaamim baofen haaser vu osaze baofen amuter. That's something that normally when you do it would be aser, but you're figuring out a way to do it in a way that is mutter. That's marisayin because anyone who sees that you're doing it will not assume that you figured out the chap. You figured out the way to do it in an ofen amuter. They'll assume you're doing it in the ofen haaser. So that is what's marisayin. But says Ramosha if someone is just ignorant and they don't know the halacha so they think that that which is mutter to do is actually asr to do, someone sees you eating on Shabbos, they say, wait, that's teichein, you're grinding because you're eating with your teeth right, that, that's not true, that's not a halacha so they're just stamina uh, maritz so then that's not, uh, that's not a violation of marisayin, and that's why in Yardei Chelakav, Mem Dalid Rav Moshe Asr is using public transportation on Shabbos, even if they don't collect payment, it's goyim, they're going anyway they're not going to take you, and they're, they're going to let you on the train, off the train, on the bus, off the bus, he says it's usher anyway because most of the time they do take payment and even if they don't take payment most of the time most of the people that use it are going to work so uh, most of the time it's done but often usher, and therefore that would be marisayin, he says shaving with an electric shaver is not marisayin because most people realize that you didn't use a razor and the same for wearing a shaitl, he says most people or at least most women would realize that it's not a woman's natural hair and uh, and also he says why would anyone be choshed anisha kshera for not, uh, for not covering your hair, so he thinks that's not Marisayin either. Ramosha also has an important distinction 
between chashad and maris ha'ayin that he develops, and that is that chashad is when you do something mutter, but bali lashon hara will assume that you're doing something aser, and uh, they'll be chashid you of doing something that's not proper. On the other hand, maris ha'ayin is that you do something in a mutter way, but people won't realize that you're doing it in a mutter way, and they'll follow and they'll do what they think you're doing, but what they think you're doing is actually aser. I mean, you go into a restaurant that has a very bad hashkacha, and uh, you order some cut-up fruit or something like that, right? Uh, no dover kharf, whatever. So yeah, you have a whole orange or something like that, right? So, uh, so, so that nothing, nothing else about that, but people see you going to that restaurant and say, oh, that restaurant's kosher, and they're going to go, and they're going to buy whatever. They're going to buy uh, things that, uh, that are not really kosher. So Rabbi Orlean, in that article, comes to a conclusion that if you're going to participate in a way that most of the participants, as part of their normal participation, would violate Isurim, then even if they're Isurim Midrabanan, like they would take notes or uh, speak into a microphone or something like that, then it would be Asur Mishamar Sa'in. But if the participation is totally passive and nobody will suspect you of violating any Isurim, then there's no explicit uh, prohibition problem of Marasain. And the fact that people will think that it's Asur doesn't make a Marasain because they just don't know that it's not really Asur. So that would not be a violation of Marasain. However, uh, Rabbi Orlean cautions when issuing a Psak, you still have to uh, uh, be mindful that you don't want to give a psak that's tumor l'rabim. Maybe that's if the only issue was maris ha'ayin, but l'chorah there are more issues over here. First of all, Rav Shechter recently in his Torah web article about playing sports on Shabbos identified several issues uh, with playing sports on Shabbos, and he spoke about how kibbut va'oneg requires of us that we dress and we speak and we act in a Shabbistic manner in a way that indicates that Shabbos is a very holy day. So wearing big day Shabbos is a very important element of uh, of, of kibbut va'oneg. If you're dressing in sports clothing, for example, um, and you're being salaried, uh, you know, to, to do something on Shabbos, that certainly would be a violation of Kibbut Va'oneg. So he says that it's a violation when it comes to playing professional sports of Big Day Shabbos. It's a violation of uh, being salaried to do something on Shabbos. And it's a violation just stam, that it's not Shabbistic. So, okay, maybe you'll go to the uh, conference wearing your Big Day Shabbos. That's fine. You're not being salaried to go to the conference. Adarabi, you probably have to pay to go to the conference some small amount of money. But the third thing, is that a Shabbistic thing to do, to go to the conference? It could be a violation from that level. Additionally, Ramosh has a tshuva about a moel doing a bris on Shabbos where there's going to be rampant chil Shabbos at the bris. They're going to have a photographer at the bris. And they're going to have, so the mila itself is docha Shabbos, but all the other things that are going to be going on, Ramosh says you're not allowed to provide an audience for chil Shabbos. So uh, better to do the bris on Sunday. Don't, uh, don't, don't bring an audience so for people to witness chil Shabbos. My brother pointed out that, uh, that he had a riot where Moshe says about not providing an audience for chil Shabbos. Moshe writes in uh, Drash Moshe that... Uh, uh, that that uh, that's why Moshe Rabbeinu hinted to the various Averos in, uh, that Klal Yisrael did in the Midbar instead of spelling them out, because even to say the uh, the Avera, uh, Rav Moshe writes, witnessing an Avera or speaking about an Avera, even B'darak Moser leaves a certain impression. Uh, the, the Gemara in Sanhedrin and the Rambam in Chavos Chavim Parak Beis Halacha Ches say that by a Magadev, for all the times that the Edom are cross-examined, they testify using a Kinoi by a Magadev. They say Yosi, uh, Yaka Yosi as Yossi or something like that. But in the final stage, before killing the Megadev, they need to testify explicitly, what did you hear? So the Rambam writes, Nigmar Adin, Motsiin, Eskal, Adam Lechut. 
we sent everyone out of the courtroom. And then the Shoalim as a Gadol Then we say, okay, tell us what you actually heard. And only then does he say the words of Giduf. Apparently, to provide an audience for words of Giduf, even though for the 80s, he's not even violating Averi, he's doing a mitzvah. But to, to, to provide an audience for such things is problematic. So let's say you have a presenter who's Jewish, and he's, uh, which very often you have in these cases. So he's being Machal Shabbos, and you're providing a bigger audience for the Chil Shabbos. That Lachar is a problem. In addition to that, uh, providing if the, if the presenter is Jewish, you're being Nana from the Malacha Shabbos that he's doing. Even a non Jew, you're not allowed to be Nana from Malacha that he does for you. If a non Jew is a presenter, uh, you're not allowed to, the, it's a, it's a Bavarish Mishnah, Shabbos, that you're not allowed to benefit from Malacha that a non Jew does for a Jew. Okay, over here you could argue he's speaking to a room of 100 people, 200 people. Nerla Echad Nerla Mea. So he's doing uh, one Malacha, he's doing it mostly for the non Jews in the audience. He's not necessarily doing it for the Jew. Although I'm not sure that that svara holds, because the number of participants enhances his own kavod, his own stature, his own demand, being in demand for future conferences and things like that, meaning it does make a difference how many participants uh, there are in the, uh, in, the, in the conference. But okay, but maybe you have the svara nelech and nelmeya. But if you have a Jewish presenter, which very often is the case, so the Gemara Nuchlum Dav Tezvav tells us, hey, you know, let get Hanah from Malacha that was done by, uh, on Shabbos by a Jew. And the Gemara quotes a three-way machlokas, Tanaim, um, uh, where uh, according to a mayor, if the malach was done bishogeg, then uh, you're allowed to get benefit even on Shabbos. But if it was done bimezid, you're not allowed to get mal- benefit from the malach until after Shabbos. And Rabbi Yehuda holds that the malach was done bishogeg, no one's allowed to get benefit from it even on Shabbos. So uh, the Torah quotes the machlok Shoshonim how we paskin and Shulcharach and Sefal of paskin like Rabbi Yehuda that if the malach was done bishogeg, everyone can benefit from it on Motzai Shabbos. And if it was done bimezid, it's also for everybody. It's also for for uh, for the guy who did it forever, and it's mutter for everybody else on Motzai Shabbos. Um, so uh, the Grah says, okay, we could pass like Rameir. Uh, the Grah passes like Rameir. Mishabur says you can rely on that b'makom hatzorech. But even Rameir over here doesn't work. The guy's doing it bimezid. He's doing a malacha. You know, let get enough from that malacha. So he's clicking through his uh, PowerPoint, and you're uh, and you're benefiting from watching and enjoying or whatever. I don't know if you enjoy. You don't enjoy. I assume you like what you do, so you enjoy learning these new things. So, Lechorah, uh, that's getting direct Hanah from a Malacha that's being done by a Jew on Shabbos, if you have a Jewish uh, presenter. So, uh, Rabbi Stein said that he, uh, that he asked Rav Willig, and Rav Willig said he discourages it, this uh, going to these kinds of things, and he definitely prefers that people not go, but at the same time, he didn't feel that it was the same as a lawyer going to a conference on Shabbos when it's a doctor, because uh, when it's a doctor, everything somehow relates to Pikuach Nefesh. So maybe you don't have quite the same level. Rabbi Sabalovsky, Rabbi Shai Shechter said he uh, spoke to Rabbi Sablavsky, and Rabbi Sablavsky said he's always machmir. He always says not to do it, even for a doctor, because he feels that aside from Sheshes Yam Tavod, which he thinks that, you know, this would be considered working on Shabbos, right, one of uh, Rav Shechter's uh, uh, three students playing sports, that he feels that it's in the Sof if you start allowing things like this, and uh, next thing you know, everyone's just going to be uh, treating Shabbos like it is Chal. Okay, everyone have a great day.